Hi, this is Terry Kavanaugh, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 262. You are with your hyper-sequentry, Ray. Hello, hello. And my gosh, we just had a, a very a bumper, a big bumper week uh, that has passed. But joining me for this new idle chat to cap, to start off the new week, is Andrew. Why not sure? How are you going, Andrew? <laughs> Good, Ray. Good to speak to you again, mate. Yeah, good to have you back on, Farah. It's been a while, uh, but um, I just, yeah, I, I had to give you a nickname there, and I just, I don't know. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, loony listeners, this is an idle chat, uh, so you'll probably notice the format changes, you know, waxes and wanes, so to speak. Uh, so sometimes there'll be two two episodes out during the week, sometimes there'll be one, uh, but since it's been such a a long time since I've been able to speak to you, Andrew. I thought it'd be great to just have a a little bit of a debrief and to to know where you are at with with everything that's happened with Moon Knight. I mean, it, it's it's uh, been a huge week, as I said. Uh, but I'd love to get your thoughts on the trailer, uh, the comic books, uh, every the, all the other merch as well coming out. So we'll get into that. Uh, as always, a big thank you to our sponsors, all the Petrunis. Uh, a huge thank you to each and every one of you. It's uh, slowly growing and it, it's fantastic. Just it just helps the show, uh, helps us do stuff. Might be able to bump up our Streamyard membership to more bells and whistles. That's all. So it's um it's it's really great. It's very well, uh, very much appreciated. Uh, also as well, Drew Toomes with his music from Toomes and Luke Music. Daniel Doing with Fringe Night. CLZ Comics and Dreamland Comics from Schoenberg, Illinois. Um, so, Andrew, a huge welcome. A long time between drinks. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what have you been up? To, what have you been up to lately? I mean, you've, you've probably been as busy as hell. Yeah, just trying to survive in this you know, the crazy times we live in at the moment. Um, for me, I, like I work in patient transport, so um, it's been even a little bit more nuts than probably the. The average person out there, we've been absolutely flat out with everything. So it's just just trying to get through it all and, you know, getting work, working hard and being flat out busy and then coming home and being tired and not really having time for much else, unfortunately. Oh, no. But you guys, um, you guys got a you guys got a dog, a new dog. I mean, it's probably yes. been a while now. But, yeah, how, no, how's we, that we going? Her, Have you... Yeah, she, we got her on um, New Year's Eve. Um, her name is Heidi. Nice. She's a nice. Rottweiler Catahoula cross. Wow. Which I'd never heard of a Catahoula, but um, they're a like a they're a North American breed. Um, but she, mm-hmm. the, the most striking part of her is that she has one really dark brown eye and one almost white blue eye. So she's oh, very, awesome. yeah. So sometimes you'll look at her and you'll go, "Oh, hang on a second, <laughs> she's got this like almost, <laughs> she's almost like she's looking into your soul." Look about her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know you're also a, a big horror fan, so that must be playing to your to your Ooh, yeah. your fears and terror. <laughs> yeah, there, there is a bit of um, some Cujo flashbacks in there a little bit every now and 
<laughs> have you have you always been a, a dog person? Is this the first dog you guys have owned, or have have you grown up with a dog before? Or always been a dog person. Um, we had a we did have a um a kelpie um that we unfortunately lost um in uh November twenty twenty twenty. Now, um, we had him for about fourteen years, so oh, it took wow. us a little while to you know yeah. So we sort of absolutely we didn't want to rush into getting another dog, um, and we. We sort of didn't want to feel like we were replacing him, but, but um, we got to a point where we sort of thought it's not replacing him, it's just helping out. Like Heidi is a rescue as well, and every dog I've ever had has been a rescue dog. So um, we thought, you know, we're just helping out other dogs that kind of need that that space and, you know, need a family to look after them. So, you know, we're, we're always happy to help out with her. And, you know, she's a she's a big bullfed of a dog, but she's also an absolute sweetheart. And, like, she'll climb up on the couch and just snuggle into you. She does weigh 36 kilos yellow so the snuggling does get a bit squashed after oh. a while <laughs> but she's a, yeah she's a <laughs> sweetie and you know we love her um a, a, has she got a distinct personality or personalities <laughs> yeah oh you could almost say that she's um she's very, very sweet most of the time but when she plays because she's so big i think she doesn't realize how big she actually is so she's like when she jumps up on you, it's almost like like I've got two kids as well, and it's almost like one of the kids is jumping on me that they're you know, with the weight behind <laughs> her, and the, you can just feel like you yeah. play tug of war with her, and she is just a ball of muscle, like she is so strong. Wow! And it's nice. sort of like you know because I work weird shifts and stuff, I, I do feel a bit safer now that she's in the house when I'm not coming home from work until after midnight. So oh, I do great. I do like that aspect great. of it as well. Mm. Yeah. Does she? Does she um, terrorise the post postman? That, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Not yet. She's she's not allowed out the front no. just yet because she will. Uh, if she disappears, oh, okay. we we live in in bushland, and if she disappears, who knows where she'll go? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, it sounds great. Oh, far out. I mean, like I've I've seen the the piggies on um on social media, so you know, it's it looks like the fam's just really enjoying her. So, um, oh, yeah. I mean, listeners will listeners will know that we are. Uh, at, on ITK, our animal lovers as well, uh, predominantly, and this is not by design, uh, cats have featured a, a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it's the Egyptian bent. I don't know, Andrew, but um, <laughs> it's just the way yes. it goes. Uh, speaking of Egyptian bent, um, Andrew, we had a huge week and a bit that's just passed. So, of course, the first thing I want to ask, the trailer. What did you think of mm-hmm. the Moon Knight trailer? Uh, bear in mind, I'm quite wary because, uh, I don't know, there are fans out there that are, are quite um, have quite strong feelings about how their Moon Knight is meant to be depicted. But what, what were your thoughts mm-hmm. on the trailer? Um, I, I was intrigued. I, um, I, like, I kind of like some of the things they're doing with it. Um, but for me, I'm not a big... Like I watched the trailer, but I'm not usually a trailer person. I try and stick because these days the trailers spoil so many things. Like we went and saw um, the new Ghostbusters movie the other day, uh, today with the, with the oh. family, and yeah. um, like the part with the mini little marshmallow men, it's all in the trailer. Yeah. Like that would have been so much better if it wasn't in the trailer. If it hadn't been in the trailer, it would have been oh. so much more fun. Um, but yeah. like. Yeah, and so, but what I saw from this trailer, like this, if they release another trailer, I probably won't watch another one, just because I don't want stuff spoiled for me. For me. I want to stay away from yep. pretty much all of it. Um, but I liked what I saw, and you know, Oscar Isaac is—he's such a good actor, and I, mm. It's, mm. it surprises me a little bit that we got someone of such high caliber to play Moon Knight in a way, um, right? Which yeah. blew my mind. 
but I'm also keeping my expectations low as well, just because if I go in thinking this is going to be awesome and I'm very disappointed, I'd rather stay low and go, okay, we'll see how mm. we go. And then if it's yep. good, I'll be happy. If, if it's not great, but it's still watchable, then I'll, st- I'll still be happy. So I'm, I'm sort of tempering yeah. my expectations a little bit. Yeah. Have you have you watched the previous Disney Plus stuff? Like, have you seen Have you seen Hawkeye, the latest one? Or? Where we've watched one episode of Hawkeye. I watched all of WandaVision mm-hmm. and Loki, which they were great. They were nice. so much fun. Awesome. Um, yeah. Good. But we only we only got about three into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, so we've got to go back to that one and Hawkeye. But there's just so much good TV on at the moment. Like it's really hard yeah, to keep up is. with everything. <laughs> yeah. No. There is no. I mean, I only asked because I just wanted to get a gauge of. Um, I guess the level of confidence you had, you have going into to Moon Knight. I know you said um, trying to be kind of cautious and wary, but I mean, surely I, I enjoyed WandaVision, uh, Loki, Hawkeye. I loved uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I did like it. Um, it it's surprised doesn't surprise me. It, it's funny that you mentioned that you have to go back to it because it was kind of my least favorite out, mm-hmm. out of them. Um, but yeah, but I guess if you have that confidence with disney plus and marvel with how they're they're doing the tv shows it must instill a lot of confidence going into the moon knight tv show i mean and and with the caliber of oscar isaac um i think one of the sticking points uh has been just the the marked differences that they've they've Mm -hmm. made for moon knight so again so you've seen i mean i'm not spoiling anything for you am i like because you've seen the trailer no no i've seen the trailer yeah i watched it yep you said okay, yeah. So obviously the costume is one of the one of the points, uh, and I guess Stephen being British almost with his accent. Mm. What did you make of that British accent? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, when he did first speak, I was like, oh, hang on a sec. You know, as we know, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. American. Um, but yeah. look, I have I have a bit of faith, and we've seen how many iterations of the personalities have we seen over the years now, and you know, I'm. I'm glad they've gone with the cape and the cowl, not the Mr. Knight oh, suit. Yeah. Because, I mean, we as much as I like the Mr. Know. Knight stuff, yeah, and we still might, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm a purist. I love the cape and cowl. I want I wanted the whole yeah. the whole thing, you know. And, and it's probably the first in all of the shows or all the movies and everything. It's the first, really, except maybe Doctor Strange, the first caped uh, superhero we've had too because Marvel doesn't have a whole lot of them either. No, no. When you think about it, like, you um, know, you look at the Avengers, all of them are – pretty much suits and no capes real yeah that's right i mean thor had one but i mean out of all the characters you'd have to you'd have to give it to thor right i mean you can't really not have one um yeah um no that that's right that's true well that i mean then i mean it goes back to my original um i guess question towards you andrew i mean you're a purist you love the costume what do you think of the i mean the cape the hood but it is very different right i mean was that enough to to kind of irk you or um I'm, I'm keeping my like i said with my expectations lower but i'm also sort of like yeah. i, I want to know why it's like that because yeah you know yeah it looks weird for the, the moon knight fans like us it, it does look strange mm-hmm. like it you know it almost looks like an iron man suit when it comes on and if they're leaning more into the egyptian side of it with mummies and things like that well it makes it does make a bit more sense that that's how it's going to um, be on his body, but you know, they might, they'll hopefully they'll have a really good explanation for it and we can go from there. But you know, yeah. as Moon Knight fans, we always have to keep an open mind with all the different iterations and different powers and stuff he's had over the years. So, you know, we just got to do what we can. That's true. 
Yeah, that's true. It, it may seem I'm kind of like dangling the carrot in front of you as well, Andrew, but it, it's just interesting because um, we've got so many takes. We did a, a reaction episode when the trailer dropped, so um, we are fortunate enough, one of the loonies, Tommy, had access to a live stream of the NFL playoffs, and so we were watching <laughs> some of that, waiting for the commercial <laughs> to drop. Um, but, you know, we, we kind of debriefed after we saw it and yeah everyone had different differing opinions so it's just interesting to kind of get yours as well um mm-hmm. there are a few um like bear in mind sorry andrew being on discord a lot of um really in-depth analyses the trailer so <laughs> um <laughs> I don't want to like spoil anything too much for you, but there've been a lot of spec- speculation or spectolation, as we like to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the snap, which seems to feature in all of the TV shows, I mean, that's mm. going to have to feature in Moon Knight as well. It's interesting to try to figure out how Mark fits into or Stephen fits into the snap. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Any any considerations? There was a theory that um, was fl- uh, thrown around that Mark got. Um, what do you call it? He got ashed during the snap and he came back as Steven. That's why he's kind of forgotten yeah. about Mark. Um, but that's kind of been poo-pooed since then. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Any, any, any thoughts on how maybe we can uh, integrate that into Moon Knight? Well, the, the other thought I had about it was that maybe when the snap happens, because he's got Mark and Steven and Jake in there, maybe just one of his personalities got ashed. Instead of it being his person, maybe just one of the personalities went instead. Which That's pretty good. I love that. Who knows? Yeah, you know, it's, yeah it might work. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it because I'm wondering if, you know, we, and we've seen in the trailer we've got Ethan Hawke and him looking like some kind of cult leader. Maybe this is going to take place during the, the years when people had been snapped away. And so we're going to get like a build up ah. to when everyone comes back. Like he's leading a cult during the, the you know, everyone being snapped away, mm-hmm, in, you mm-hmm. know, ashed away into the wherever they went. And so this will be that Ethan Hawke is a cult leader during that time. It, you know, maybe it'll be that, or it'll be afterwards. You know, again, we we just we we just don't know. We we've got to wait for it to yeah. come out. <laughs> for sure, absolutely. <laughs> There's plenty plenty of possibilities. Um. The beauty of it as well, and, and again, this is not written in stone because we're all mm-hmm. just speculating at the moment. The beauty of it, um, but also past Disney Plus stuff, uh, when they release the trailers, it seems like most of it is from maybe just all episode one or episode two. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've actually kept a lot of content close to their chest, which I, I love because uh, yeah. contrary to what you're saying about Ghostbusters Afterlife, we do still get some surprises in, uh, in the Disney Plus uh, MCU shows. I mean... WandaVision, uh, Scarlet Witch's costume was never spoken of. Like, and, and when mm-hmm. it finally eventuates at the end, I remember just thinking, "Whoa, that's bloody awesome!" I yep. never thought that would happen. So, um, we get, we do get surprises like that, which I'm very, very grateful for. So, um, I think probably down the track, as you're saying, um, Mr. Knight might turn up later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end of the show, my theory is that most of it will be Stephen and Mark, uh, and, and it being about Mark uh, coming to the fore. And then I think towards the end we may get Jake because he's more of the mm-hmm. the rough and ready kind of identity. Um, you know, again, this is just all speculation, but there's it's just the sky's the limit so far, so it, it's really good. Um, yeah. 
Now, do you know, I mean, again, I don't want to spoil it, but we do know the identity of Ethan Hawke. Um, I can leave it for you if you don't. Um, it has been no, revealed. I'm, uh, I'm curious, yeah, who is he going to be? I didn't see who he'd been revealed as. Okay, here we go. Here's, here's a test, yep. Andrew, to okay. see how big a Moon Knight fan you are. Jeez, mm, here we Hawke go. Is, <laughs> Ethan Hawke is, and listeners, some listeners will know, drumroll, Arthur Harrow. Arthur Harrow? Yeah, come on. The name does sound familiar. Hang on, who are we? How deep are we going mm. back here? <laughs> <laughs> Arthur We're going back a, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. And no, it's you, off, you'll off be... top of my head? Don't worry. Don't be disheartened because no one really got it. We we all, when the reaction episode, when we did that, we did the live stream, we all had to go Google it. Um, he yep. featured in one issue of Fisticon. Oh, wow. Issue, issue two. So if you have that, okay. it's mo- most, um, it, it's probably shot up in price because, because of the Ethan <laughs> thing. But he's a, a one issue villain. Uh, he's a, like okay. a doctor or a scientist or something like that. And he's got a disfigured face, but we figure he might be an amalgamation of Arthur Harrow and Sun King potentially because Sun King. Ah, uh, you know, yep. Okay. Yeah. Leader. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, mm. Anyway, sorry. No, I was, I was uh, I'm kind of hoping for a, um, as, as villains go, you know, if we get a, a Morpheus or a stained glass Scarlet, I'll be happy for me. Those will be the two that I really want in the show. Yeah, oh, uh, you and me both, and uh, just any of the classic villains. <clears throat> Someone else as well posited the fact that uh, in the trailer, Steven has a sleeping disorder. So, Andrew, that yep. could well mean something to do with Morpheus there. So, um, you know, Fingers again, crossed. sky's the limit. Fingers crossed. Yeah. To see. <laughs> uh, um, the trailer obviously wasn't the only thing that dropped. Andrew, um, we just spoke briefly just before starting to record uh, the, the, May, the, the current Moon Knight series um, out by Marvel, Jed McKay, Alessandro Capuccio. I mean, again, it's been a long time between drinks. So how are you finding that? I know that you're about halfway through uh, issue three at the moment. Yeah, uh, issue three. Yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. Um, it's, nice. You know, I really like Jed McKay's writing. I loved. His, I have loved his um, Black Cat run. That's been so much fun. Oh yeah. You know, disappointing that it had to end as well. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. So far, like, I mean, I'm only three issues in, so it's not. I haven't got heaps of the story, but I've got a bit of it going on, and it's, you know. Having the uh, the new the other fist of Conchu uh, and you know the yeah, building his little world there yeah. it's yeah it's 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 really interesting and it's again it's a good writer not uh, doing his own spin on Moon Knight but not changing a lot too you know keeping it as we say but you know for the purists for the uh, the old school fans like us you know keeping it to the originals um, as best we can and so we're not getting it being too far away from where we do like him. So that's what I like too. And, you know, using both the Mr. Knight and the, the, the cow as well is a good, it's been a good mix so far, not leaning on one or the other so much. Yeah. I, I think one of the things I'm most impressed with, with Jed McKay is he gets that balance, right? He gets, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he gets adding new material like Hunter's Moon and Reese, uh, the vampire, you know, things mm. that aren't necessarily associated with Moon Knight. But he, he injects that into the lore of it. But he also has massive respect for the um, the source material, the the history yep. of the character. So we get constant references, which 
any longtime fan would just appreciate. I know, I know, I do. I mean, you just see it like yeah. and there's a reference to the Houston run or the Ellis run, and it's like, yep, this guy knows what he's talking about. Um, yeah. It is a, certainly a great thing. Um, I won't delve too much into it then, Andrew, because uh, we're up to issue seven. Uh, we just did a, mm-hmm. a, a new episode discussion, uh, so I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, but it, it's tracking well, I think. Um, it's uh, I know. Oh, what have we got? Um, I'm getting that mixed up with someone else. But I know that we we definitely have at least two trades worth of, mm-hmm. of uh, this series coming. Beautiful. Ahead. Fingers crossed. We get we get more. You know, we get yeah. About if we get if we get into the twenties, I'll be very happy. Indeed. Yeah, big time. Um, what do you think of the art as well? Because I know at first I didn't, I didn't really like it at first, to be honest. Uh, it yep. took me a while to get used to. But by issue seven now, and actually by issue three, where where you've been, uh, where you're up to, that coupled with Rochelle Rosenberg's colors, just amazing. I mean, I love it. I mean, how, how about yourself? Yeah, it's it's an art style that like I think. It wasn't what I expected in the first issue, but I think it grew on me, and I really did like it. I do like it now, and it's the um, excuse me, it's the uh, like scratchy style. It's the it's got throwbacks to sort of a Sinkevich as well, in a way that you know, mm, yeah. with certain issues that he did, or you know, even his run on New Mutants as well that he did, where it's the it's not his uh, aping Neil Adams style. It's the more scratchy, um, uh, lots of cross hatching style that he used so I, I do really like it i think it's a um it's very it, it works well for moon knight as well and that it's supposed to be darker and you know there should be more shadow and there should be you know the lines shouldn't be as clear it should be a bit more blurred because it sort of works with not only with the art and with him the way he works as a vigilante but also with his his psychological makeup as well you know the lines should be a bit more blurred mm. yeah absolutely and there's a bit of a glow to him as well with the colors mm. um which is really cool it gives him I mean, pardon the pun, a very spectral kind of look. Um, so, yeah, no, no, I, I'm digging it as well. Uh, do you, uh, you, again, you showed me your Moonlight Shrine again just before we, we started mm-hmm. as well, and I forgot, apologies, I forgot. Do you have any commissions of artwork or anything like that? Have you? Are you a collector yeah, of I've got, the art? Yeah. I've got several. I even got a, um, a page from one of the... Um, I think it's a Mark Spector Moon Knight issue, um, Salvaludo art. I have a page from oh, an original page. Oh, beautiful. Um, nice. But I've got commissions by um, – I've got a Mark Laming one who has worked on Star Wars books and he did a lot of, a lot of work for oh, – he worked yep, on Incredible yep. Hulk and things like that, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Who else have I got? I've got a book that I, I went to a convention in Chicago in 2015 and it's got a few – just a few local guys in there as well and um, like Steve – Bryant, who uh, his Athena Voltaire series is really good. Um, I've got a you know um, Art and Franco, Art Balthazar and Franco, who do a lot of the kids books, a lot of the DC sort of kids oh, books. Oh, okay. Um, right. He did a he did a Moon Knight in my book in crayon. It's him like swinging across the city, which was he did oh. it for free. Like he was just sitting there, and they do like free um, drawings with a donation to a local charity or something. So it was sort of cool. You know he. He drew it with texture and then coloured it in with crayon. So it's just this little, like, you're flicking through and there's this, like, funny little drawing in there, which is really cool. So I've got a few. So I've got a few floating around. Um, but I'm always looking to add nice. to more to it. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been asking uh, Alessandro Capuccio, you know, if he's going to be releasing it. Because yep. one of the things that impresses me, he's got some awesome splash pages on the current mm-hmm. series. 
um, I wouldn't mind. I've, I haven't, I've never actually owned like a original art from like a comic book thing. So, um, yep. I've had, I've had J- Jason Burroughs, uh, I've had him commission mm-hmm. something. Uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, that was yeah, obviously cool. during the Bemis run. Um, but yeah, no, Capuccio's art, I'd, I'd love to, love to get in. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, he said that he'll tweet it out when it's available, but <laughs> nothing yeah. yet. So, so fingers. <laughs> well, it's funny the crossed. um the Steve the Steve Bryant one I got. It's um because I spoke to him before I went to Chicago, and he we sorted it out, and he said, "Oh, I added a little uh, a little extra person in there for you." So I picked it up, oh. opened up the book that it was in, and it was it's got Moon Knight like jumping towards the the you know the viewer, but in the foreground uh-huh. in shadow is uh, Werewolf by Night. So like the the oh, back of uh, nice. Jack, like he's they're about to fight. Yeah. So it's really it's a really cool commission. I'll have to um I'll send you a photo of it once we're once we're done. Oh awesome, yeah that's great. It's such a nice little surprise when they do little things like that. I mean, yeah. um Jason Burroughs did that as well. Like because uh, I had. It was a picture. It was it was kind of like around the time um, my son was was born or just born, and so mm-hmm. I wanted to get something like a really child childhoody kind of picture. Um, so anyway, it had um, some action figure toys in there, and I requested a few. Oh, cool. And then Jason Burrow said, "Oh look, I've, I'll just add another one in there." So we put in Rocket Raccoon as well, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, it doesn't stop there again, Loonies. As you know from our discussion last week as well, uh, Andrew, and um, we not only have the trailer and the new comic book series, uh, have you heard, we do have a, a second Moon Knight series coming out as well. Um, yes. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? That's a, a different format and uh, some of the creators. Mm. Uh, any, any initial I'm- impressions? I'm very excited to get a uh, Jonathan Hickman written Moon Knight. Um, I think mm. his series could be like that. Honestly, the the story could be absolutely bonkers. It could be insanely good. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm a yeah. big fan of Jonathan Hickman. I've, I met at the same convention. I I met him um, oh, nice. there and got him to. Um, he, what did he sign for me? Oh, I had a um a copy of the first uh, trade hardcover of Manhattan Projects that he did through through image which is a really interesting book and he signed that for me and he wrote a message and i still to this day i'm not sure exactly what it says because <laughs> he's got <laughs> it's almost doctor's handwriting in there so yeah, i was about to say he probably should be a doctor then <laughs> yeah. but i i love his writing i love the high concept i love the you know and especially with the the egyptian deity stuff that like it makes me excited to see what he will do with that sort of thing too i'm hoping he just goes all out on it and I think coupled with someone like uh, Chris Picello on, on art, it mm-hmm. should be a, a quite, as you say, a quite a bonkers um, story. I, I love the format of it being like an anthology. I think it's a miniseries, mm-hmm. um, Black, White and Blood. I think it's a four-issue miniseries. Um, Rebecca mentioned Mark Guggenheim is another writer that's involved oh, yeah. in it. Um, I just, I mean, I, I miss the days, Andrew, with um, Marvel Comics Presents and, and Marvel Fanfare. Yep you know, Marvel yep. Tales. I used to get a lot of yeah. Marvel Tales stuff. Um, so it would be good to have – and the last kind of thing that we had with Moon Knight in an anthology book was that Benjamin Percy um, Marvel Comics Presents, a uh, very short mm-hmm. story about him going to the nursing home, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be, again, uh, something that we're just going to have to wait and see. 
can't remember when it's out. I don't know if you do remember. It might be in April or something. It's, no, it's yeah, a little while still away. Still a couple of months off. Yeah. Yeah, but um, definitely going to be on the pull list, and hopefully, hopefully, oh, yeah. fingers crossed, there aren't that there aren't too many variants because I am getting a little bit oh. poor <laughs> from, from, <laughs> from the variants. Although, mind you, yeah. out, I mean, a little shout out. One of the another Aussie loony. Uh, a little shout out to Paul. Uh, Paul in Melbourne. Um, we both use the same. It's Australian. It's a, like an Australian um, Facebook group for for selling and you know buying comics. And mm-hmm. there's this dude on there, and he's got these like um, what do you call them? Virgin covers and these variant covers of Moon Knight Number One by Jed McKay. And then they're going for they're going for heaps. But he's doing a starting bit at five bucks. And anyway, so it's like, why not? Um, but I got there yeah. and I saw Paul, and um, and Paul had bid for like nearly all of them. So I te- I just messaged Paul and go, Paul, um, out of respect, I'm not gonna compete against you, but you know, good luck. I hope you get them. Um, <laughs> and there was one, yeah, there was one uh, that he hadn't bid on, so I put a bid on that. So hopefully, um, hopefully we we all come out winners. But um, yep. yeah, plenty plenty exciting stuff for for comics ahead. Uh, not only that as well, Andrew. Um, again, you showed me your shrine. There's no doubt, no doubt, going to be Funko's action mm-hmm. figures. Ooh, actually, uh, there was the announcement of Hot Toys. Have you ever? Have Ooh. you got any Hot Toys ones? No, um, I don't think I have. No, I'm going to have to add to it. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yep. I, I I want to, but we're looking at I think Aussie dollars. Am I right? Correct me if I'm wrong. We're talking about bag of sand, and then some. Right, a grand. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Jeez. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna cost you a few yeah. pineapples that one. <laughs> uh, a bit of Aussie Aussie lingo there. Uh, abs- <laughs> yeah. ab- absolutely. <laughs> um, but I don't know. The dream is to get it because hot toys just look amazing, but mm. they are bloody expensive. I'm still working up my way to get. There's a um, Moonite statue that was re-released. Um, it's a it's a gorgeous one. Uh, it's him on top of like a, a pylon with some gargoyles. Uh, that goes mm-hmm. on for about three hundred three hundred odd bucks. Okay, so, you know I'm trying to not too trying bad. To scrounge that's, around. That's kind of reasonable for a yeah. statue these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll no doubt get a Marvel Legends like they've done it for WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. They'll do it for Moon and Loki. They'll do it for Moon Knight. Are you going to be buying the whole wave, Andrew? Or are you going to oh, I'll, I'll I'll buy as much as the as my wife allows me to. Um, I'm hoping for um, like t-shirts and stuff like that as well. Like a bit more. Oh, yep. I I did have a Moon Knight t-shirt at one point, and then um, unfortunately it shrunk in the wash and did not fit me anymore. Yeah. So yes, that one yeah, had yeah. to um, unfortunately go back to go back to Conchu. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I just want a t-shirt more than anything. Like just something. Yeah. Like that to wear. Oh, well, you should. You should pop into the group. Um, Rebecca posted uh, there's like a flood of t-shirts out now, and they're not like all they're not like all official Marvel merch, but you know mm-hmm. they're not illegal. Um, but there's <laughs> one with uh, yeah, there's one with a, a, a just a front shot of the Moon Knight from the TV show, um, but mm-hmm. it's it's done. It's not like a, a photo. It's it's more done like as an artwork. It looks really good. Um, yeah, so cool. there's a fair a fair bit of Moon Knight stuff out there and. I'm not sure. I haven't checked out superhero stuff in a while. They usually do some good stuff. I, I was going to get some Moon Knight PJs from there, but, <laughs> but um, uh, things got away. That's with an me. easy and sell. Again, like, 
it is an easy sell <laughs> oh, and socks as well but but like when other great comics or variants come available that's that's where my bloody fun seem to go to but um, i'll have to make some space yeah. for that um yeah have you got are you a collector of the trades and stuff well, we're talking like omnibuses are coming uh in february march april we've got omnibus volume one and volume two we've got the houston hurrits benson omnibus it's a three omnibuy coming mm-hmm. um are you are you eyeing them off andrew or, or like are you happy with your floppies yeah, I've got them all in floppies, um, and yeah. I don't know if I can justify. As much as it'd be easier, to, kind of. I mean, it's although those trades, are, the big um, omnibus are usually kind of hard to read too, depending on how thick they are. They are. Like I've got the, um, I think it's the, uh, which one is it? The man thing one is like you could you could probably do some damage if you hit someone over the head with it. Very much so. Uh, it's crazy, I, I can imagine but, um, reading it. Read. I can imagine reading it's like having Heidi on your lap. You know, yeah, so. yeah, exactly right. Probably it's less like... to have her on the lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but look, I've yeah. got um, I've got a, a short box pretty much all with all my Moon Knight stuff in it. Um, so it's kind yeah. of easy, just as easy to access that. Yeah, yeah, it is a bit of a hard sell. I mean, similar to uh, there's like complete collections coming out again. And and Looney's, you may or may not know all this, but I, I you know, I'm just I wanted. Just doing a round out kind of of what merch out available. So a round out of what merch is available out there. So um yeah, just throwing it at Andrew, seeing seeing uh what his thoughts are. Yeah, a lot of complete collections coming out as well, Andrew. The complete Bemis collection, the complete Bendis collection, the complete Lemire collection. They're all coming out in uh, soft covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, okay. uh, again, I mean, is that yeah? I mean, it, it's a hard sell when you've got you've got all the material already, you know, walking out. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does some, and they're not cheap too. Um, no. Like a lot of them come out for a fairly, you know, a fair whack. Um, and unfortunately, when you've already got them, it makes it harder to sort of go, oh, well, maybe I want that on my shelf as well. But I, like I said, I've got them all in yeah. floppy. It, but they're good for people who, you know, especially with the TV show coming out, there will be people who will go, oh, I've never read much Moon Knight. Where should I start? And you know, oh, yeah. people like us can tell them. And the, the, you know, I used to love the. Um, I can't remember what the actual word were called. Like, was it the Marvel Essentials, the black and white newsprint yeah, books you used newsprint, to be able to get? I used to really, yeah. Mm. They were great. They're very they were, light. Like, they were real, yeah, and gritty pages, and it felt like old newsprint yeah. comics, and they're all in black and white. They look like coloring books, but they had yep. real good chunks of story. Like, I've got, I have mm. got the Moon Knight 1 and 2 on my shelf, um, and I've got, you know, I've yep. got the first Power Man ones, the Iron Fists, Werewolf by Night. Like, I've got them all there. Nice, because they were, yeah. uh, they were cheap too. They were like twenty bucks, and you could get, you know, there was sometimes twenty to thirty comics in them. So it was, and it was yeah. chronological. It wasn't just a series. Like if you had, if Moon Knight showed up in a Marvel team up with Spider Man, that issue was put in the middle of where it was published, rather than being put yeah. at the end, which, which some collections would have it as. Yeah, I mean, I, I like those as well. I've got, um, I've got the Moon Knight ones as well. I've got the Submariner. I've got Ant Man. I've got a few of them. Mm. Spider Woman. Um, and and there's just something different about reading it in black and white. And in that kind of, I call it like newspaper stock. It's kind of very um, cheap paper, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it it just gives a bit of character to it. Uh, so yeah, no, I totally agree. They were totally worth it. Um, and and I think more so. With Moon Knight being predominantly black and white, I mean, he he come he translates well in black and white comics. Yeah, I think um, he does. Definitely. He does really well. Um, yeah. So uh, 
Oh, what else am I missing? Hmm. Um, we got the we got the clothing, the apparel. Uh, we got the toys. Funko. Are you a Funko person? No. Yeah. I uh, I was. Um, I haven't dived yeah. into it as much lately. Um, but I've got a good. I've got a shelf in one of my rooms. It's got a, a lot of them on there. Um, but I sort of fell off a little bit too when it was sort of like everything was a Funko Pop. Like I was, you know, there was. I was, when I first started, I thought, oh yeah, get some cool ones, and you know, and you get like a a cool looking Hulkamania, Hulk Hogan, and a Brandy Macho Man Savage, and you know, yeah, like yeah. I got a Beast one, I got a bunch of Marvel ones, and then all of a sudden it was like, you know, and then there's this one, and then there's a variant of this one, and then there's another variant, and it was sort of like it just became too unruly to keep track of, and there was just so many of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, yeah, that that's true. It, it, it's a it's a slippery slope once you start yeah. them. I'm, <laughs> I, I try to I, I try to limit. Um, apart from Daredevil, and I probably want to get a Hulk one, but uh, I've only got the ones of um, the characters I do podcasts for. So it's just like yep. I, I set my yep. goal. Just, just let's just get those, and and of course got the um, the Moon Knight ones. I, I will be getting more Moon Knight ones. I mean, if they do release, you know, the Disney Plus Moon Knight TV show. You know, can you imagine we get like a an actual villain um, Funko Pop from Moon Knight? I mean, would you ever have expected that being a Moon Knight fan a few years ago? Uh, we might get yeah. an Arthur Harrow Funko Pop. I mean, what are the chances <laughs> of getting an Arthur Harrow Funko Pop? That's crazy. It's, it's, so, it is the whole yeah. thing about it, like having, you know, when I first got into Moon Knight, and I think we talked a little bit about this back when I was on the last episode, but it was. He was an obscure character when I first got into him. Like, not many people knew about him. And for it to get to a point where, like, we were at – I remember when the show was announced because we were at Disneyland when it was announced. And it was, you know, at the Disney Con or whatever it is that year. And my phone went nuts with all my friends going, oh, my God, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. And I was like yeah. – it, it kind of baffled me a little bit that we got a Moon Knight TV show so quickly in. Like, I thought – and not to talk down about the character because I love the character, but I thought it would be one towards – a lot, you know, towards the end, or it would he'd show up in something first, and then we'd have a TV yeah. show. Maybe if he if his right. um, appearance uh, took off, but yeah, it's just I'm I'm wrapped, and like it's a good time to be a Moon Knight fan because there's going to be a lot of stuff out there for us all, and you know we'll be able to do the the hipster. Oh, we knew him when he wasn't cool, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> How cool will we be, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, yeah, first time in my life. Right. <laughs> oh, you're absolutely right. It's a purple patch for for us Moonlight fans. So it's um something that you just gotta you just gotta embrace um and, and enjoy and you know whether or not things may live or may not live up to your expectations. The fact is that we're getting a show. So um the fact is that we're we're still getting series in the comic books. Um which which mm-hmm. is fair enough. I mean he's been consistent throughout the years, throughout the decade. So that's good. But you know. Any new material is great material in my eyes, um, to an extent. I'm just going to put a little disclaimer. You know, not everything is <laughs> just blindly great, but no. But it, I guess the point is, it's it's great to have new stuff all the time. We get refreshing new stories and new takes, um, and yeah, there's always the old yep. stuff if you like the old stuff as well. Uh, anyway, Andrew, I think. Um, that will probably just wrap our little idle chat um, to begin with. So thank you so much for, for coming on. Um, no uh, you You're ready. Next uh, next episode, Loonies, we have Andrew joining us again. We're going to be looking at one of your favourites, right? Um, my my bit, number one. Well, 
number one. Okay, we'll probably leave that for the um, for the next episode then. But yeah, your number one. Which which is it, Andrew? Uh, it is uh, Moon Knight number twenty six from the the first series. Yeah, that's a that's a cracker. There's two stories in that as well. Uh, so Looney's Andrew and I will be returning, and we'll get stuck into that. It's going to be a um, classic run reviews it's one of our lunar picks uh, because it will be a waning crescent when that show drops uh so until then andrew um i'll uh, i'll catch you for that one yeah we'll see you soon all right catch you later and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.